When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Oh, welcome back, everybody. This is the Visit Massachusetts pregame show sponsored by the Massachusetts Office of Travel and Tourism. Start your Massachusetts adventure at visitma.com. Well, the excitement about postseason baseball is upon us. Not necessarily in these parts, but still the excitement. You can feel it throughout the country, throughout baseball, throughout Major League Baseball. And the latest round of that came with the Seattle Mariners, a team that had not made the postseason for 20 years. But sure enough, last night, everything changed. A lot of anxious folks out here at the ballpark. 3-2 to count. The pitch from Acevedo. A drive deep to right field. Down the line. The Mariners win this game 2-1. The dream lives. They're going to the playoffs. The drought is over. Hey now, hey now, hey now. What what do you say? We got Will Fleming. I mean, that's the that's my hey now. That's what makes me excited. Let's go. Live to the booth. All right. What's up, Will? Hey now, Bradfoe. What's going on, man? <laughs> oh, uh, we, man. Uh, the roof is open in Toronto. It's an absolutely spectacular early fall afternoon. And See, what are you gonna do I'm really happy for Dave Sims and Rick Riz and the Mariners, all those people out there who've waited so long for this moment and you know, you've been there, Rob. It's a wonderful baseball town, and that was a juiced-up moment. I'm thrilled for all those people. And, it, it, you know, it's not yet over. These, these Blue Jays, they need to handle their business to lock up home field advantage because the Mariners have two more with the A's and then four with the Detroit Tigers. So that's why I think you see, even after the celebration last night, a lot of the regulars in there for the Blue Jays today, they know they've got to really push hard to the finish line. I think they got to feel like they got to win four of their last five. Well, first off, A, how dare you make me jealous about the seat, setting the scene in Toronto. You know it's one of my favorite yep. places. I stay on boats in back of the ballpark. You know, that's how much <laughs> I like it. Um, and, and B, it, it's, you know, this is, it's great to have you on. And one of the things I always, I love, like, the reactions. I love Joe's reactions. I love you, your thing, which people don't know. You have this patented, I think it's copyrighted, the yep. raising the fist in celebration. We have it on a few different forms of video, but this is like this is what it's all about. And we've seen now a couple of videos of Dave Sims. We just heard him, but I'm anxious to ask you. So in that moments, in those clinching moments, like what it's like, what goes through your head, how do you approach it? And when you hear something like Dave Sims, can you relate to him? Yeah, I totally relate to it, and I'm proud and happy. I mean, not that it's any surprise because Dave is one of the greats in our business, but uh, he met the moment and he nailed it. You know, it is rare for a moment like that where, you know, it's the bottom of the ninth inning, it's two outs, the bases are empty, and a home run wins it for you. I mean, it doesn't win a series. It's not You're not advancing around, but that's one of the big moments in 20 years in Mariners history. 
So that is a little different because you, you don't, I mean, you can hear it in his voice, right? You, they're all waiting for the possibility that one swing uh, could get you there. But I think that what we all try to do in those moments, number one, uh, is just, to, you know, meet the moment with the energy and the enthusiasm that is required of it. Uh, and then I think, you know, what Dave does well and what I would hope and aspire to do in any of those type of situations is, you know, a couple things. You, you have to describe the key highlights, which are obviously that their 20-year drought is over. It's a walk-off home run to win the game. They're going to the playoffs. And then I think, you know, we should all rely on the best to ever do this, Vin Scully, who when Henry Aaron hit his you know, tie-breaking home run, went to the back of the booth and stood there with a headset off for a minute after talking about what a marvelous moment it was for America to see a black man in the American South, you know, getting a standing ovation. Vin had this preternatural ability to do that. I think it's really important, especially in a town like Seattle, they were going crazy, to shut up after you nail the big moment. You know, I I really think that that is, it's a counterintuitive part of it. Uh, but I think that that's something that Joe has done so well in his career. You know, you, you nail the moment, and then you just lay out and let the crowd be the soundtrack to it. Yeah, you mentioned Vince Scully, and I also remember the description everyone had of the Kirk Gibson home run, you know, is how he really, really nailed that. And there's other examples. He said that uh, that was a gift from God, you know, for him to be able to come up with in a year of the improbable, the impossible has happened. He literally thought the hand of God touched him in that moment. That's what I say every time I walk in a booth and see your smiling face. Um, <laughs> but I will say, so I want to ask you have you in all your years of doing this you know Meyer leagues major leagues whatever is there one moment where you can pluck out and say hey you know that that was it wasn't like necessarily at the level of Vince Scully uh, or the magnitude or even maybe the magnitude of what Dave Sims did but you know a, a moment where you're like wow you know that was an enormous moment I was really 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 fortunate to have the call of it yeah, there have been a several of them. I mean, in the playoffs last year, I had the, the, the innings back-to-back where the Red Sox hit grand slams oh, yeah. uh, in the American League Championship Series. I had the Devers home run off McClanahan that basically, you know, put them off to the races in Game 4 that clinched that divisional series. Uh, this year, I had the Franchi Cordero walk-off grand slam. And, of course, regular season is so much different than playoffs. But, yeah, I'm, I've been very lucky to be here for some moments and and to feel good about the way that uh, you deliver that you're it's always a work in progress rob i mean all of us are always gonna try to tinker and and improve on that and i think each time you do get confronted and presented with a moment like that it is an opportunity to to improve uh and to work on things going forward and but i again you know mud asked me something similar the other night because he didn't believe me when i said i wouldn't script anything <laughs> for Aaron Judge, but I really wouldn't, and I won't ever, because I think that's the only way to go about this and to guarantee that you can be organic and spontaneous in the moment and not sound rehearsed and halting and all those things. So I think that's a pretty good model uh, for all of us going forward, and I thought Dave did exactly that. And by the way, Rick Riz did the same thing on the radio, too. I mean, they both just crushed uh, the biggest moment for them in 20 years. Yeah, I, I agree. And I've, I've, all those moments that you, you cited, I, I can think back and how you nailed them. You've done a great job with all those moments. And, and, uh, and I, I, think I agree with you. I, you cannot script that. You have, and that's the great thing about baseball, right, is that you wait, you wait, you wait, and then it's not that complicated. Then you just let, let what's in front of you, the emotion of it, boom. You, know, it's, you have to be patient, and then the, here comes the cannon fire, right? I mean, that's what's well, great about it's, baseball. It's the beautiful thing about it is uh, it's like the, the fans and the ballpark are the orchestra. They really are. And that's the beauty of it is 
if you can get out of your own way and say the most important top line things, and again, with your voice, match the energy and emotion for the, the fans I- I listening and in the ballpark feel, then it's this glorious backdrop and soundtrack where you can only smile and think about how lucky you are to be in a place. And we had a lot of those moments at Fenway Park. And by the way, I think you know that's one of the special things about working for the Red Sox is that you're more likely to have those moments because they're in it most years, they win world championships, and the ballpark is the best place of all to do those things. It just is. I mean, we've been to all of them. Uh, and, you know, Seattle was crazy last night. but And it will be if they get the chance to host home playoff games. But uh, there's no place like Fenway. So you just you kind of pinch yourself because the odds for you to have moments like that working where we work are higher than most. And, and the, the last thing, Will, being in Toronto, you know, I want to get your take on sort of that crowd, that environment, because mm-hmm. it, it is it is such a weird place in the sense of, there's such an enormous swing. Like Friday nights sometimes in Toronto is the wildest place. The Molsons yep. are flowing. It's, you know, I've seen paper airplanes just like <laughs> rain down on the field. But we remember the playoff runs that they had. I mean, it was crazy to the point where they yep. had to stop the game. So what is the vibe right now up there? You know, I think they're building towards more of that. You know, like the playoff environment with Bautista and the bat flip. It's important to remember two things. Number one. Toronto's a really good baseball town, but it's a hockey town. And and these fans love this Blue Jay team, and they are going to support it, and they currently are, but it's just it's a distant second on the pecking order in this town. And, you know, you could argue that in Boston the Patriots have taken over, but, that, but you never know that going to a game at Fenway. Like last night, you know, the, the Blue Jays had clinched on their off day the night before. I... I was a little bit surprised by the fact that it was just a little bit muted in here. It was a good crowd. I mean, you heard the, the Springer home run. They went nuts on the home runs. But it's just there's a little something missing just in terms of the consistent, loud support for a really fun, exciting group. You know, they had Manoa on the mound last night. So I'm totally with you where um, once the playoffs come around, uh, and if it's the Yankees, I know with Judge here, it was crazy. So that all they meet big moments. But one of the things that I really appreciate the most in my time at Fenway Park is even this year. I mean, the Red Sox playing poorly, out of it, 10 games below 500, and it's always jamming. Always. I mean, I, I think you can basically say that without exception. So uh, I, it's going to be wild in here. And uh, Toronto's my favorite place to come in the sport. It is. I, I, I've, I've taken some time this year to sort of – step back and think about it i i love coming here more than i do anywhere else we go to so many wonderful places but the the combination of the city and all that's going on here the teams the ballpark i i love toronto and uh, i'm hoping that next year uh in september when we come here that these two teams will be battling it out for an al east title well you and i are simpatico when it comes to toronto and tomorrow i do want to get into your conversations you had with Jackie Bradley, obviously, you know, it's he's he deserves a good run there, much like he has deserved the good runs that he had with the Red Sox. But I know that you've got a chance to catch up with him there. And uh, so that's something that we can look forward to tomorrow. But we'll have a good call today. Hey, thanks, Rob, so much. And uh, I loved your chat with Haim about the relievers. He said to Jemai Webster and to me just about an hour ago, after a long conversation, walking back down the tunnel to go to a meeting, he said, I wish I could tell you some of the relievers we almost signed. <laughs> <So>. <laughs> uh, 
Does anyone rhyme with Schmato meet Vino? So, I mean, <laughs> <laughs> how about four million bucks for the numbers he's had? Oh my oh, god! My, oh my goodness! All right, well, good stuff, Will. Uh, we'll catch up with you later. See you, man. All right, this is the Visit Massachusetts pregame show, sponsored by the Massachusetts Office of Travel and Tourism. Start your Massachusetts adventure at visitma.com. Well, you haven't heard the last of Will Fleming. He sits down with Alex Cora. That's coming up next.